0: You are listening to the Holistic Travel Nurse Podcast. Okay, in this episode, I only like to share things that intrigue me and then fascinate me and that I know that are going to be beneficial in the long run to the general population that when it comes to looking at their health naturally or exploring the false negatives and narratives that is being just brought upon us. Um, So with that said, this episode I have, let's see, I got to make sure I have it open happens when it does this okay i have um tea time um some with dr judy mokovitz um and the hiv and COVID vaccine so this is some of the stuff i'm sharing in this one but let's and then i'm going to share a little bit about frankincense and the power of frankincense essential oil so we're gonna start with a little clip about frankincense i have an evidenced based essential oil therapy book um when I studied and got my aromatherapy certification this is one of the books I purchased there are tons of them out there when it comes to plant medicine um there's some things I cannot say but the studies out there are great this is where I could educate and do one-on-one uh, zoom classes with people and I'm looking forward to doing that once a month with people if you want to be one of those and have a group of people where i can get back into teaching that'd be fine reach out to me i haven't checked my proton mail as much i'm so sorry so maybe do gmail why i still have gmail i don't support google i don't like google but that's what i had at first um so we're going to start with this little clip that i thought was beneficial when it comes to frankincense then we're going to get to the, the evil hiv COVID vaccine stuff and then we'll go back into frankincense again
1: Essential oils have been used for thousands of years for their therapeutic and healing properties. It's uh, part of the practice of aromatherapy. They're sourced from leaves stems or roots of plants and all kinds of different components from from plants and they have a lot of health properties. So what's frankincense? Well, sometimes it's referred to as olibanum. That's a common type of essential oil used in aromatherapy. It it, um, provides a variety of health benefits like helping relieve chronic stress, anxiety, Reducing pain, it reduces inflammation, it boosts your immune system, and even potentially can uh, be used to help fight cancer. And it's sourced from the resin of the Boswellia carteri or Boswellia sakara tree that's commonly grown in Somalia. And this tree is different from many others in that it's extremely resilient. It can grow with very little soil, in very dry and desolate conditions. The term frankincense comes from the term frankincense, which means quality incense in Old French. It's been associated with many different religions over the years, especially Christianity. It's actually one of the first gifts given to Jesus by the wise men. What is frankincense? What's it actually used for? Well, it's used by either inhaling it, you can also absorb it through the skin, usually mixed with some carrier oil, like of motion or jojoba oil, which helps uh, transfer it to the inside the skin. It's believed that the oil transmits messages to the limbic system of the brain, which is known to directly influence the nervous system and a little bit of oil goes a long way so it should be ingested with care so as not to be toxic um, if you're purchasing essential oils avoid oils that say fragrance oil and perfume oil as these can be synthetic and really don't um, provide as many health benefits so look for oils that say pure essential oil or 100% essential oil for the highest quality So. Some popular uses of frankincense are relieving stress um, and anxiety. It um, immediately induces the feeling of peace, relaxation, satisfaction. You can add a few drops to a hot bath for stress relief. You can also uh, add it to a oil diffuser or vaporizer to help fight anxiety, which um, puts it into the air. It's also a good natural household cleaner. It's an antiseptic, meaning it helps uh, eliminate bacteria and viruses. So it's been used to disinfect different areas it's a natural deodorizer as well it's also a natural hygiene product due to its antiseptic properties Um, it's good for um, oral hygiene so look for natural oral care products that contain frankincense especially if you like the aroma it can also help with preventing tooth decay cavities uh, oral dental infections you can even make your own toothpaste with it by mixing frankincense oil with baking soda it's also an anti aging and wrinkle fighter. It's an um, astringent, meaning that it helps protect skin cells, can reduce acne blemishes, and uh, appearance of large pores um, uh, basically soaks in there and prevents wrinkles and lifts tightened skin naturally to slow the, um, the wrinkle, baggy signs of aging. And it can be used basically anywhere the skin uh, starts getting saggy. It also helps with indigestion if you have digestive distress like gas constipation stomach. okay
0: that's just a little i don't want to get too much i will talk about it myself with the book more he he actually talks non-compliantly but this is not me that's him um here you go is this is this was so good this was so good it just needs we'll to be heard.
2: Judy Mike Fitz, I have a PhD in biochemistry and molecular biology, Um, worked for more than 40 years appreciating how viruses um, are associated or causative for disease by the dysregulation of your immune system. It's, it's not the infection, it's, it's the compromised immune system and the weakened immune system by environmental toxins as we learned over the years. Um, I isolated, I discovered a new virus, a retrovirus um, called XMRV, a mouse virus associated with, uh, with um, neurological diseases like autism and um, myalgic encephalomyelitis, chronic fatigue syndrome, um, chronic Lyme disease, Parkinson's disease, cancer, 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 um, that it was clear that virus um, because of Tony Fauci's uh, criminal fraud with these patient populations. It was clear that virus had contaminated the blood supply and vaccines for more than 30 years. I was jailed for refusing to renounce that those data. Um, my career, um, I was essentially um, what's the word? Canceled. In our new cancer culture, I was, I was the first to be canceled. All of my publications wiped away, retracted um, with no scientific basis. So we wrote three books, um, Plague, Plague of Corruption, Plague. First in 2014, this is the paperback, 2017, Plague of Corruption, which um, RFK Jr. wrote the brilliant forward to 2019. Our latest book is called Ending Plague, A Scholar's Obligation in an Age of Corruption. And it's so heavily censored, I don't even have a copy right now. Um, this this we're The reason if anybody hasn't heard of me, it's because um, their, their cancel process is pretty good. We're censored all the time. And they don't want you to know these truths. They don't want you to know that everything that is COVID, AIDS, and, and everything else, um, the, the destruction of our economy and the health of our of our nation, particularly our military. Um, and um, and healthcare workers has been compromised for now almost 40 years by Tony Fauci, and that's the real Anthony Fauci, brilliant um, by Robert F Kennedy Jr. It 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 ha- it did and will change my life and and everyone's life who reads it because when you learn, because I didn't know 99% of it, when you learn and when you see. Um, the extent of the cabal—it's—it's it's really beyond comprehension how this can continue in the in the U.S.
3: Thank you, Dr. Judy, and we so much more. We're going to be talking about um, Alana Rachel, Daniel. Please introduce yourself. Hi,
4: um, I'm Alana Rachel Daniel. And here, I was born in the States, uh, just outside D.C. Been in Israel for a long time, twenty some years, and. Um, I've been in, in, in the, we've shared the same world of alternative medicine, of vaccine safety awareness. This is, it's the language that I speak and it really is a language until you can, you have people who know they're not going to inject their kids, but to be able to really kind of um, articulate that. So I've been yelling at my computer for a long time and finally <laughs> people started listening. Um, and certainly in the past two years, um, it's been a gradual process of, of really I'm kind of at some point about a year ago, some of the work that I did went around the world, and so I'm the sort of unofficial English spokesperson for what we've been going through here these past two years, which is um, a pretty a pretty sordid tale. Every, I think every single country has its piece in the puzzle, and certainly we know that all eyes are on Jerusalem, and, and with good reason. Um, so you know, it's been a, it's been an absolute pleasure making these weekly programs, um, and where I really want to be taking it, which is while there's such a deluge of news that we're all in a constant, I mean, you know, I forget what I used to know because it's just, there's no there's no more space for it. But I think that really what we're trying to do in particular with the Jerusalem Report is how I see things starting at the very end is that the the percentage of us in the world who understand that what was is it's gone you know it's there's no going back and how I see things is you have the sort of powers that be who are pushing things one way this fourth industrial revolution and then you have the rest of us who want humanity and organic creation 1.0 and I see it like that the ball is in the air and and um, no one no matter how profound their um, wealth and empire no one no one's assured of an outcome and i think that's essentially what scares them the most and so what we're trying to do in particular with the jerusalem court is is yes take the news but i think that that 30 percent or 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 however many of us are wide awake it's want to engage right now in having the conversations in taking the actions and building a different world you know we're not let them like Desmet, like Professor Desmet says in the name of Hunter Arendt, the totalitarianism will self-destruct, and we need to be getting busy right now with engaging ourselves in how do we want things to look, and I think that's really the, the kind of conversation that we're trying to have. Um, yeah, that's, that's on one foot, yeah.
3: I, I mean, honestly, again, people, if you have not seen a Jerusalem report, you're in for a treat. You have serious, serious talent. With the way that you present and the way you speak I'm whirring round around again it's just um it's just i don't know it's perfect well i want to pull some headlines up because prince harry has been getting on my nerves lately and i'm british and i can say that uh, i'm gonna go straight to dr judy he is obsessed with everybody getting an hiv test and uh i mean it's just literally and i don't know who's actually listening to him but it is all over the media And then, uh, just in case people don't know what HIV stands for, Human Immunodeficiency Virus. So Judy's going to talk more about that in a minute. Then, Moderna announced its launch of a human trial for the world's first mRNA HIV vaccine, no coincidence. Um, And wouldn't you just know also, now HIV variant has been discovered in the Netherlands. It's an amazing coincidence, Dr. Judy, don't you think? (laughs) <laughs> all of these things are happening. What is going on, Dr. Judy? Everybody wants to know, can you fill us in with this obsession with HIV right now?
2: Well, sure, because um, as I, that's why I mentioned that a minute ago, because um, a- as we know now from, you know, everything, um, HIV was the first gain of function um virus a retrovirus that was weaponized by tony fauci and bob gallo there at the in in 1983 and 4 this was my first interaction because actually Luc montagnier isolated a virus called lav lymphadenopathy virus and that virus from from people with aids they were very sick and everybody he isolated it from got diseased we confirmed that isolation I was very young, 23, 24, um, working with uh, Dr. Frank Rossetti. We isolated LAV. So I was bullied and Dr. Rossetti was bullied into giving that isolate to um, Tony Fauci where they put it in the Vero monkey kidney cells They made infectious molecular clones. They used technologies, enzymatic ways to, oh, make recombinants. That's gain of function. So they made not a slow virus. Um, LAV is a very slow virus, as we know from Dr. Montagnier. Um, And so they. they literally made this grow fast, made it more toxic, made it evade the immune response. It actually has some of those hair pin, hairpin loops. And, and the GP120, as we all know, and we first reported on the Epoch Times show um, that with Joshua Phillip, April 8th of, of um, 2020, GP120 was clearly in the spike protein of, of SARS-CoV-2. SARS-CoV-2 is grown in viral monkey kidney cell line. It's a weaponized virus. That cell line is, is a bioweapon. It's a tumor cell. It's continuously growing. They grow it in a fermenter. In, in the early 90s, Robert Redfield and Deborah Burks, oh, they injected the military with an HIV vaccine. And I know this because people who got their genetic sequencing done would send them to me and say, Judy, my son's not gay. My son's not this, the military. Um, they experimented on the military. And yes, he was HIV positive with something called PNL43. Oh, that's a infectious molecular clone, the end terminus of, of one of the most aggressive strains from the laboratory. So yeah, Harry wants everybody to be infected because everybody around, I mean, tested, because everybody around the world who's been injected with the so-called COVID vaccine has been injected with the HIV deadly piece called gp120 the spike or envelope protein alone of these viruses causes disease so all the way back in march and in february and in fact the year before when we told these stories to mickey willis and PlandemicSeries.com, we realized the game plan is the same azt was killing people not HIV, just like now remdesivir in only three days will give you end stage, that's oh, AIDS, acquired immune dysfunction. It will give you COVID, the complete collapse of your immune system with all the clotting and everything, the kidney failure. Well, that's remdesivir. That never was SARS-CoV-2, even that monkey virus. We know if we're exposed in a natural way and not injected with these things, um, that it doesn't really matter what they weaponize. Our God-given immunity can can keep us well. And I'm living proof because I did, as I just mentioned, every bit of this. I've been exposed to everything. And they knew in chapter eight of our first book Oh, wait a minute. Healthcare workers, doctors, and nurses testing HIV positive, just as everybody in those hospitals has COVID because they injected the disease. It never was a vaccine. It's HIV, mouse, XMRV, and SARS binding domains. What makes you sick? that will infect every cell of your body when you inject it and completely collapse the immune systems. And that's what we're seeing right now. Um, And the most compromised, those who already have HIV, never do you vaccinate somebody with HIV with anything. 2016, a paper I showed um, Von Reiner Fulmeich crimes against humanity two days ago and at Reawaken America um, last week standard vaccines increase the transcription, any vaccine, any inoculation increases the production of HIV. So essentially the entire world right now will test positive. And and so this is why, but will they get disease? No because all they have to do is keep their God-given immunity healthy, and we know exactly how to do that, and the first-of-order business is never, ever, ever get another inoculation of any kind. They're all dirty, they're all contaminated, they've been dirty for 30 years. Vero monkey kidney cell line, is a manufacturing plant, a bioweapon. We've mixed bat tissues since the 90s. I did that work, I published that paper. I know the mechanisms, the cytokine storm, exactly the difference between the pathogenic strain and the non-pathogenic strain. So we shouldn't be testing for anything. In fact, it's illegal. ACT UP, the the, um, advocacy group in the 80s. You can't even test for HIV on a marriage license, never could test for HIV. Uh-uh, Harry, you're wrong.
3: Wow, Alana, what, what What have you got to say on this subject? I know that you did a program where you were touching on this as well, so speak to Judy.
4: Well, um, I, Judy, it's actually it's such a pleasure to meet you almost <laughs> this far away. Um, yeah, I think that, um, I have so many questions, actually, to what you just said, but would you say, on a, on a sort of general level, that the sort of fall of science, which we, would you align that with Fauci's coming into power in 1984, which is too ironic to be believed, um, you know, Absolutely. when they started patenting, when they started, you would say that that aligns with him and not and not before that?
2: I wouldn't necessarily say not before that, and you'll see that in our book, Ending Plague, but but really it was 1980. Bob Gallo is um, a similar Mafia Don that, um, <laughs> Tony Fauci is. Um, and, and the two of them really spearheaded, and this is what um, our, our latest book um, called An Ending Plate," where Dr. Frank Rossetti, my mentor of 40 years, is speaking out for the first time. And most of what he said, similar to what I've just mentioned about most of what um, RFK Jr. said in The Real Anthony Fauci, most of the world doesn't know either of this. And, and in fact, um, um, d- d- uh, Frank wasn't interviewed for the Real Anthony Fauci, and it's interesting because you don't see any of this in the book. And in fact, it's brilliant. It's it's brilliant in a way you can see. So I think it started before that, but but really the way they took down the country and the whole fact that the bio warfare division of of the government was Fort Dietrich. Um, The only thing I don't like about the real Anthony Fauci is the guy who reads it can't pronounce Fort Dietrich. (laughs) So that's the only thing. And uh, so at any rate, Fort Dietrich was biowarfare. And they literally turned the sign around. And made, it can- and made it the Cancer Institute. And all those bioweapons, all those, whatever cell lines we developed, they weren't, we didn't have the technology to develop those cell lines, those manufacturing plants that, that live forever. These are weapons, they grow forever. They've never changed other than that we grow more and more bats and everything. So this is, um, those cell lines were first developed in the very late 70s and 80s. So yes, Tony Fauci is the, and Bob Gallo were the one that started this, and they just continued their gain-of-function studies and lied about the data um, um, for decades. As and and now we can see it so clearly, um, as 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 books and movies like *Plandemic* and and other people's perspectives bring to task, because we know how they attacked. Um, Luke Montagnier. And so, in that, in our la- latest book, we were able to interview at great length um, Luke and Frank. Um, and Luke just passed away, um, as most of you know. So, um, uh, that man's a hero. And he stood, he knew that that HIV was not the HIV, was not LAV. He knew what they were doing. He tried, you know, they did their testing in the patent. You can see all of the, the proof of the let's drive in that direction. And, and um, they experimented with H1N1, the, the Clintons, the anthrax, everything that was mentioned in, and discussed in the real Anthony Fauci. You can see they just got away with it over the years. And the scientists literally don't know because they don't never, Does a scientist, um, almost never, only with Frank and me, did somebody stay working for 40 years. That we have all the data for 40 years, all the data, all the samples, all the reagents, and, and that's why we can prove them wrong right now. That was the last chapter of Plague of Corruption oops they tried to get the honest scientists to burn it all out of the labs just like they're trying to cremate all of the bodies so nobody knows the truth but the data don't lie electron micrographs don't lie and as long as we continue to bring it out and and we just trust God and, and get that that courage and strength will get it done. So, yes, Tony Fauci is is the single constant force. The president's change, the administration's change, but Tony Fauci stays there with his cabal of hundreds of principal investigators who simply are bought and paid for.
3: Alana, you have
4: one more question? We have a, a million more questions. I'll I'll start just with the one um so the idea of AIDS, this vaccine induced AIDS you you tell me uh yeah
2: yeah you you injected you injected enough animal viruses animal microbes we we in order to grow these cell lines we treat them with micro, anti antivirals antifungals anti antibiotics not antivirals, we cripple the immune system, so the viruses grow. Because a virus is an obligate parasite. It has to live in a growing cell. And our cells don't grow, that's by definition cancer when they grow outside the body. So these are in the laboratory um, in flasks and and they grow outside the body. So V-AIDS is yeah, you injected nucleic acids proteins um, from animals, from cows, pigs, donkeys, dogs um, because we have bovine serum to grow these, you injected antibiotics. You know this is, and when you bypass the innate immune response, when you bypass your mucosal surfaces, your skin, your mouth, this is the mask and the and and all of this stuff. I I isolated viruses. I isolated Ebola. I never wore a mask when I isolated directly from those AIDS patients. When we didn't know what HIV was, but we saw these men get opportunistic infection, get cancers like Kaposi sarcoma. That's old men in the southern tip of italy whose whose machinery whose innate immune response wears down that frontline immune response at your surfaces in your mouth in your nose in your gut it's got all these pac-man like enzymes and cells that just just degrade right away when they see any viral sequence no viral sequence lives on a desk you know everything about covid was a lie about everything they don't stay on a surface because cells don't live on a surface except the mouse viruses we discovered and this is what I talk about in my books because the first experiment I do is dry it on a desktop come back with a saline solution aspirate it add it to uninfected cells and see if it infects HIV won't do that XMRP did it for three days and counting. Scary, scary stuff, except it infects a stem cell. What is Omicron? Mouse. So yeah, VAIDs is you've injected all kinds of things and, and we showed all of this in vaccine court when Dr. Rossetti and I were expert witnesses from 2015 to 19 to where the corrupt court finally told anybody who represented the victims of vaccine injury. That if they hired Mikevitz and Rossetti, not only would would Mikevitz and Rossetti not get paid, which we never did, we don't care, um, <laughs> but uh, but 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 the clients would lose, and the attorneys wouldn't get paid. This this whole system so corrupt, and we talk about it in a chapter, of plague of corruption in ending plague. You know, this is it is VAIDS. If if nobody in the world and in, in our countries ever willingly or in any way takes another shot. We can re-educate our immune systems. That's the thesis of my life, that we can educate our immune systems to prevent and treat chronic, chronic infection disease, AIDS, cancer. And I'm living proof. I'm infected with all of these things. And I do not have any kind of disease and never had. I got infected with Omicron in 2010 because it was pieces and parts and variants of the mouse viruses and I can prove that we had the patent on the testing and so they locked it all away they tell you now it's everybody tests no no never again allow anybody to compromise your body and your immune system this is v aids and it's a war to to murder COVID is murder everybody you wounded over the last 40 years call it COVID, and then just keep injecting all along the way as you've, you've scared, you've terrorized everybody into what's really killing them. We know it never was SARS-CoV-2, even though it's a weaponized virus, even though it's out of Wuhan. We don't care. Just don't inject it. I'm immune. You can expose me all life. I'm immune to Ebola. I'm fine. You know, we know this. Um, but that's that's our God-given immunity. We would never get sick. And Polly, you showed it in your movie and, uh, so powerfully. The fewer shots these kids get, the healthier they are. Doesn't matter about your susceptibility, doesn't matter about um, anything other than keeping your God-given immune system healthy. We never again have to fear them as long as we turn back. The mark of the beast isn't your arm, it's your mind. You've got to say, we got this and and believe it and know this. God's got this, God wins, and we know it, and we've proven it over the last 40 years. Uh, Nadeira has a question.
5: Thank you. Dr. Judy Mikovits, I have um, several questions, but I think there's two key questions that would be important as well to try to understand further. Now, we do know that the HIV virus outside of the host is a weak virus. And now with this mRNA technology and vaccination, which we've learned does in fact shed, what are the repercussions of that considering that we have a weak virus outside of the body, but then again, it's also even within the body, there's other factors involved to even be symptomatic. So I wanted to understand a little bit more. And also you had mentioned the glycoprotein 120 in HIV which was also a key component of the SARS-CoV-2 virus, according to the medical scientist in India initially that had raised flags on this topic. And then of course, that was immediately taken down. It was shut down because it basically raised flags that it was created in a flag. And of course, just last year, we learned that if there was in fact gain of function research going on in the Wuhan lab that was authorized by Fauci. So is it just in the vaccines that we have to be concerned about or also in this weaponized virus? Well,
2: the vaccines are all weapons. So, so the, the, the technology is to make a synthetic virus. That's what Vero monkey kidney cell, that's what SARS-CoV-2 is. It's not a human infection. It's not the sequences in your body. It's the, it's the immortalized cell line that grows in your body. So then with the COVID vaccine, you're injecting. So the GP120 isn't weak because it never was the real virus, the LAV. It was viral monkey kidney cell derived. It was infectious molecular clone that was, it was made to not break down. And that's what SARS-CoV-2 was made. And again, it didn't come out of Wuhan, China. It was shipped in a little vial in those cell lines, millions of infected cells. It was shipped in 2015 from Fort Detrick to Wuhan when Fort Detrick's safety at their biosafety level four laboratory was um, compromised. Same thing with the biosafety level laboratory in Wuhan. And the release isn't in the air. Even those particles in those monkey cells will, will break down. So the release isn't the air, the release is the lab workers carrying it home. And we show you the the how at Fort Detrick, the personnel, the people working without biosafety level three and biosafety level four containment, we're literally just infecting everybody else. So this was the big, oh my God, in plague. And the science is all here in detail And not one word has been said by any bit of it um, about any bit of the science because the science is right and true. Um, and so this, this is the, the problem is, is the weaponized, they are weapons and the synthetic, now these mRNA vaccines, you've just put the technology, you've just created a new provirus and you don't need the rest of the virus. You don't need infectious transmissible, you don't need any of that because you injected it in a synthetic virus-like particle into every cell of the body. And this is the same in Gardasil and hepatitis B, and we see similar injuries, and we can show you pictures of it. And then that's what we did at Reawaken America, and as I testified for Reiner Fulmeich first time um, last Friday um, um, in, the, in the Crimes Against Humanity trial. These are, these are synthetic viruses. It's not just shedding the sequence. You're not just shedding the spike protein. And the spike protein, um, it's just a tripartite, as one scientist said. So this part's HIV, the disease-causing piece of, endi- of HIV. The deadly part of HIV is GP120. That's the only part your immune system sees. Syncitin, it, the XMRV envelopes, is, is the next part of the tripartite. And then on this side is the SARS-CoV-2 um, ACE receptor binding domain, so that it gets into your lungs and it's, it's, it's transmitted that way. And, the, and, the, and, and, and we know this because the Ebola virus that killed 21,000 Liberians in 2014 was also released, shipped from Fort Detrick. It was shipped in a cell line, in a vial. They're growing cells. You're shipping the virus. You're shipping the virus-like particle. You're injecting the virus-like particle because if your God-given immune system is exposed to the protein or the sequences, they don't live outside the body. The particle does. The particle that's synthetic, that's what the patent Robert Malone got, is for that it opens up inside the cell. But it doesn't, uh, a, a virus is 99 on your fever. Now they're calling it COVID pneumonia. Why? because that particle that the synthetic virus that they injected breaks down at 102. That's a pneumonia temperature. That's a bacterial pneumonia. Your body knows the difference between these particles and, and all viruses bud out of the host cell. So if it's a human virus, it sees your cell membranes as self. And the only thing it sees as non-cell is the envelope or spike protein. That's HIV-GP120, XMRV mouse syncytin, which we all have syncytin genes because that's the Velcro that holds the fertilized embryo into the uterus. And that gene goes off. It's called human endogenous retrovirus um, W. That goes off when the baby's born. When it's big enough, and the Velcro lets go, and and the baby's born, so we can we can we can scientifically appreciate and I'm not the only one to say that. You know the the late term the, the abortions caused by the shot. A pregnant woman should never be injected with with anything. Nobody should be injected with anything. They're synthetic virus. It's, it's not just the spike protein. They want you to think it's a sequence. It's not a sequence. Sequence isn't infectious and transmittable A particle is. They made fake viruses and they have for 40 years in cows in pigs in these cell lines that we've been growing. That was my job. If you can't grow a virus, you can't study it. So Ebola killed all the cells that infected. You couldn't grow it in the lab. So in the early 90s, uh, you know, we simply tweak the pathways, the type 1 interferon pathways, cripple urinate immune responses, what I was just telling you. So you know what what, what causes the expression of the virus. And I told this um, when I'm in, in a meeting with uh, um, Minister Louis Farrakhan, December 18th of, of 2020, with RFK Jr., with many other scientists, Dr. Noen Schwinder, um, many of the Nation of Islam. I said, it's the expression of the virus. It's not the presence of a virus, it's the expression of the virus. And so this is what you have to shut down. And so you absolutely cannot inoculate anybody, anyone with anything, or they will test positive. That's the whole thing. Because in your menstrual cycle, you're expressing since it didn't. So all those people were testing positive when they when they when they did those fake tests for the sequence. And that's not an infectious virus. So people can p- appreciate the only thing you have to do is never get another inoculation. That's simple. Every human can do it. All right. Uh, so next up,
3: I can't remember who's next. I think it's Amanda. Hi, Judy. Thanks for joining us today.
6: Um, I'm just infuriated listening to this. Like my blood boils, literally. So I guess, because I'm in Canada, I don't really understand um, how the politics kind of intermix here, but what has to happen to get this message out to the mass population? Now that so many people are awake, you would feel like this would be easier to get out, but it's not, I know. And And I understand the layers of the onion with the cabal and whatever, but, I mean, who in Senate? I want to say Senate. Like people like Rand Paul, who have been um, going at Fauci. How how do we get him put away? Like this is so clear as day. It's absolutely ridiculous that he's still out there, and all of the evidence is is still there. You know what I mean? Like why aren't more people standing up because we know that there are the bought and paid for but we also know that there are good people there that do want to work for the people that are trying um what can people do here and i've got another part to this question if if you can answer this one
2: well, I, I think the beginning, the beginning of wisdom is knowledge, um, but, but knowledge has to be translated into wisdom. Um, you know, you, you have to know. So this is why I keep mentioning these books and this censorship, because at the heart of everything, it's the censorship and the cover-up. What I just told you about Ebola in 2014, covered up, um, vax. The movie the proof that the cdc buried and destroyed the data that showed that black boys if given uh mmr three rna viruses in a single shot before the, they were three years old um, were more likely two to four times more likely to get um a diagnosis of autism so um a virus knows your immune system it doesn't know what color you are this is ridiculous you know and this is we can see this the power of film the power of movies because when when vax came out this was when tony fauci released ebola by way of christian missionaries um, and murdered 21,000 innocent liberians in sierra leone and then so Everybody, the Florida senator, I believe it was Posey, um, was already with thousands of pages of document after Brian Hooker's 15 years of boy as a week, the confession of criminal William Thompson. All of that happened. That's what the movie showed 2014. So, what did Tony Fauci do? Oh, let's create a little crisis over there. So, um, and and then um, threaten or do something to Senator Posey so that he walked away you know um Jason Chavez um we went to March 31st 2017 del big tree um many many advocates went to went to congress went just to...
3: All right
0: you can't listen to any more of that it got shut off but close, it got froze right, okay, and there's you know. a lot more to that so if you've not you can sign up for their um I newsletter and I think they're great to listen to and decide which ones you're gonna listen to and um, that's the children's health defense they're putting out good information that I think that needs to be shared so that's why and like she said this kind of conversation makes your blood boil that this isn't talked about and this is a cover-up at the mass level and all of a sudden I'm not recording it doesn't show anything so hopefully this is being heard. Um, I I don't want to make this too long to go more into frankincense. I'll talk about frankincense in the next episode. Thanks for listening.